Hey folks, welcome to the 4099 podcast once again with your hosts Dima and I'm Nick. And um wow, we got we got a combo. We got a team in here tonight. Um from a pretty well-known, I'd say, um collective. Yeah, it's a collective. Collective. Yeah, it's a collective. Um around the triad area, you know, hailing from Greensboro, North Carolina. Um, Greenboro. 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 That's how it is. Yeah, North Carolina, um, strictly social. Yeah. In the building. It's us. Indeed. Well, it's uh, two of six. Indeed. Two of six. Yeah, two of six. Yeah. We're trying to collect them all, you know what I mean? Yeah. We got the other, the other guys coming in next time. Yeah. Other... <laughs> got to collect them all, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pokemon, you know? Um, let's crack these brews, boys. Yeah. From the top. <laughs> no squirters. No squirters. All right. Fucking proper. I suppose. Good. Yeah, so it's really, really cool to have you guys in the studio. Yeah. I know we this has been a a long time coming. Not really a long time, but like a good amount, you know. Um we spoke a little bit beforehand. We we met up as a as kind of a group and kicked it and we're like, dude, we have to really just definitely do this thing and get you guys in here and It is our destiny. It is our <laughs> destiny, you know. Yeah, and that was a good uh, time. I enjoyed that. Yeah, no, we enjoyed it just as much as I ate way too much food that night. Yeah, they had the the sweet and savory. Yeah, um, the crepes. The crepes, yeah. yeah that crepe truck crepes, is bang. Crepe truck. But I had a, I had a bland. Crepe. I, I definitely spent way too. You much. bought my crepe. And that was very nice of you. I spent way too much money on myself, though. I think I had like four or five of those things, and like, they're not small. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, they're yeah, not. Yeah. They're excellent, though. I didn't know about beef bacon before that. Well, we we had the BLT with the sweet crepe, and I was like, kind of not with it. And then I had it, and I was like, all right, this is actually pretty good. No, so, no, and I understand your hesitation. Yeah, but because like those are two things you don't necessarily want to play with together. But fuck, it was a good I'm time. in it. I'm in it. It was a good time, and we talked a lot about how you guys, um, how this. You know, the collective started, how Strictly Social started, and, uh, you know, the backstory to it, and mm-hmm. so many different points that we kind of definitely want to bring in the studio and give our listeners and, and viewers the experience of sharing as well. Yeah. Um, and we really believe in it, and we really relate to it, um, and you guys have been doing this for how long now? So Strictly Social has been a thing for, I guess... Three years, um, three and a half, almost four years now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but electronic music for me has been a part of my life for now twenty. Twenty years. So talk me. So talk me through that because, um, I know you were the original member that kind of founded the collective, yeah. right? Me and me and another member. Yeah, we and co-founded co-founded it together. So. Strictly social. And <laughs> how did talk us all and our listeners and viewers about like through you know, how it, how you guys came up with the idea mm-hmm. and, and why you even did it in the first place and you what know. you all about. Yeah. What, um, you, what you doing? I were, I was, let's see. So the other member that co-founded it was, um, Graham, uh, who also goes by King Things, but now known as GBP. 
Um, so does he have like handles we can drop him like here here and here yeah yeah uh, uh, instagram pickford yeah. In, yeah. his uh, instagram is instagram pickford he he caught that one uh, that's good. i don't know so uh, but yeah so basically i was working at this restaurant called larue elm um, mm-hmm. uh, had been with them since their first restaurant on green street called larue and then they moved to elm street and then the owner was kind of asking me to like hey you should dj I was like, and I had I had actually taken like almost like two or three years off for personal re- uh, reasons, and um, and he was like, yeah, you should DJ. And I'm like, oh, maybe, you know, I, you know, I wasn't sure if I wanted to get back into it yet. I knew I still like listened to the music, but at that moment in my life, I was like, uh, I don't know, we'll see. And then Graham was like, let's do it. And I was like, okay. So we went to him. We were like, hey, we want to do this. But Graham and I knew like, all right, this is like our opportunity to, um kind of keep house and techno or any kind of type of electronic music, you know, ongoing, uh, in Greensboro, mm. not to say that we were the only ones, cause there's other, uh, collectives here in Greensboro that do a, a certain type. Um, but, uh, in our minds, like we had a vision for it, uh, about what, what we experienced in our past mm. and how we were brought up in, in the electronic music scene here in Greensboro. Mm. So we're like, we need a name. So we thought like three days for the name. Um, he came up, there's this, a drum and bass track, uh, by Ronnie size called strictly social. It's the new tone remix. We love it. And we were listening to it. And he was like, that's the name. Mm-hmm. I was like, you're right. That's it. Because like, basically the idea of strictly social was just like, look, man, like this is all about socializing. It's all about getting together as a community, having fun, just like being able to, you know, get away for the evening with your friends and enjoy music. You don't even have to like initially like electronic music, but I guarantee you, if you come to our show, you'll have a good time. Mm, mm. You know what I mean? Um, because it's a vibe. So it was just, you know, <laughs> it was you guys wanted to give people something fun to do, but also do something that you really appreciate yeah. and, and love to do as well and kind of bring those two frequencies, bring those two vibes together yeah. and just create this like celebration, you know? Yeah, it's a celebration. And that's one of the part of the reasons why we made it free. Mm. Like we didn't, you know, we, I just wanted to do it. You know what I mean? Because like I hadn't done it in a few years. So I was just like excited to like, you know, make, do all the graphic design and do all the, you know, the stage setting and like set, you know, set the entire place up that I've never had the like power to do that Mm -hmm. in the past where I was just like a DJ who got booked at other events. Now throwing my own party, I got to, you know, really organize it all and decorate and, you know, whatever, you know, hands on, like full control. And it was pretty fun you know mm-hmm. what i mean so but yeah so we made it free you know what i mean like if you wanted to donate they could so and that was part of the deal and we did that for like the first year and we just had fun you know and we booked djs from all over north carolina no, no like national headliners but what we did was like i didn't really know the house and techno community really well mm-hmm. um and we brought another mm-hmm. member on alvin shavers uh alvin shavers uh and then um so but he was like heavily integrated with the house and techno community whereas Graham and i were heavily in the german bass community surprise they are very separate from each other mm. um not maybe not so much so much today mm-hmm. but as you know if you were a german bass kid you were a german bass kid right, if you're right. a house and techno kid you're a house and techno kid so i was going to ask yeah. you because we're talking we're talking about timelines here like what was like the what was the year that you guys founded strictly social so just to give people like a little yeah. context. You know? 2017. 2017. Okay. 2017. Yeah. So around that time, 
those two kind of types of what would be called uh, were a little bit you know like the drum and bass and genres. The, the genres yeah the genres right? yeah were a little bit more the word you're looking for is yeah. genre the genre yeah. I don't know if that at that time they were so much separate because a lot of people were doing a lot of I mean where where electronic music as is today you, people were just like integrating different genres with each other like mm-hmm. it's not there's no rules right. there's no rules i mean and i think that's what the beautiful thing is like mm-hmm. i and yeah. and i that, i think that's what really attracted me to house of techno because i can take my background with drum and bass and like integrate it with the house and techno so i was like okay this is kind of fun and new and i can like it's like play-doh i can form it how i want mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. like put it out there and see if people like it right yeah um but yes and then but like going back to alvin we brought alvin in because he was integrated and we we're like dude can you help us? Mm-hmm. So he started playing the parties and, you know. Um, so then you get three. Now, then, with the, then there were three, right? <laughs> then there were three. The Musketeers. Yeah. From two to three. Yeah. And it, was, and it was just uh, the three of us for a long time, man. For like the first like two, two years of our, you know. Um, existence. Existence. And like, God, we went through a lot of homes, right? Mm-hmm. Like we were at LaRue Elm. And then, like, management changed, and they were, like, kind of, you know, whatever to us. And they didn't really, co- you know, see our vision and wanted to change a lot of things. And then, so then we moved to Smith & Edge, and then Smith & Edge got bolted up and demolished, like, <laughs> like, t- like after the second party we had there. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That actually broke my heart. I, yeah. I did love that place. Smith & Edge was a cool, like, and it was perfect for what we were doing because it was small enough because, like, what we do is, like, a kind of niche, right? It's not... You know, even though like electronic music in America today is highly popular, I mean, extremely popular for whatever reason, like it is here in Greensboro because I mean, like, I don't know, it's hard to explain because we have so many universities and you would think that it would be like, you know what I mean? But it just, I, I still believe it's still a niche thing because I have a theory, like it's not a festival. What we do is not festivals. We don't do the over the top late you know like extreme production right. like and yeah. we don't really want to either you know what i mean we want to kind of keep it stripped the underground vibe the underground it's got vibe. the heart and soul of like yeah i don't know the origins of the community so. yeah i mean there's there's things we can implement with like some things and not make it like totally boring you know what i mean but like you know we do utilize like you know projection mapping and like stuff like yeah. that where like it's still like visually cool to look at it's mm-hmm. just not the the geysers and the flames and like well, <laughs> all the crazy that's true shit. all the crazy yeah. shit it's Some like spoilers right <laughs> right spoiler spoiler alert. anyways um but yeah so we want to keep it stripped in a way to where because that's how i was brought up you know I mean, when i first started going to raids when i was 15 it was in a it was actually here in greensboro uh, shout out to Batika. Uh, she's my rave mom. Uh, <laughs> she And she still comes to our parties. Like, she threw that party in, back in 2000 in the warehouse of the strip club off of I-40. It was, wow. in the, it, was the, it was in the limousine parking garage. And they cleared it out and put up Porta Johns and had these UK German bass acts. And I was like, uh-huh. and I was just like, that night, I was just, it was over for me. You know what I mean? And that's how I experienced it for the first time. It was <laughs> warehouse. He vibes. walks in, he's like, you sons of bitches. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. yeah. But for real, like, that's, I was like, I don't even know. 15 years old, like, what the fuck was I even, like, looking back, I was like, what was I even doing there? Mm. But, like, I'm really glad I went. You know what I mean? The story behind that is really cool. And this is why pacifiers are banned at your local high school. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> so, yeah. So basically, 
Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Rewind yeah. on that. Yeah, so pacifiers, right? Like that was a big part of like, you know, a part of rave culture back in the mid nineties and leading into the two thousands. You know, you got your candy kids with their beads and their chin. I mean, it's all colorful and don't fluorescent. Sleep. Don't sleep. They still exist. They still exist. They yeah, yeah, they do. Exist. They do. They do. And respect to all those who still do that because y'all, y'all keeping a thing going, and which is really cool. And I really ex- appreciate that. But. Um, I would bring them to my high school and I'd have candy and like pacifiers. And they were like, that's drug related. And they brought me into the principal's room and they're like, you can't wear that. And they're banned from Northeast Guilford High School. <laughs> yeah, little kid. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> OK, like, <laughs> like I, I mean, I'm not really taking ecstasy at high school right now. So like, I don't need this. Right now. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> so um, <laughs> anyways, um. Yeah, so I don't know. This party sucks anyway. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was a lame party for sure. They really uh, bogged my style down for sure. (laughs) Man, why the fuck do I have to do trigonometry and fucking party shit, man? Um, But yeah, dude, I don't know. Um, Trying to do X and trig at the same time. Just just hold me. Fuck. (laughs) X goes into this how many times? (laughs) That's funny. Mm. Anyways, long history of it. Want to take that and keep, I mean, even like, and it has a a whole attachment with the day we did it on, right? It wasn't just, we didn't just pick a random day to do it. We picked First Fridays for a reason. First Fridays was. Oh, I remember this. Yeah. So First Fridays here in Greensboro, mid nineties into, you know, late, late nineties. Greensboro was like one of the epicenters of rave. On the East Coast, believe it or not, we competed with New York. We competed with Miami, Chicago. We had like major players in the electronic music scene Shit. play in downtown Greensboro at Club <laughs> Babylon. They did their parties on First Friday. Now Babylon has a history of some some dark history, but in either way, like what happened during that time was major, right? For our small city of Greensboro. So I, you know, I didn't come into the the scene until that was over mm. that they got shut down because of the rave act you know rave act really just stripped all these parties well so. there's a lot of things to Yo. talk about here and yeah. rave act I, I yeah. de- rave act but i also wanted to ask why why do you think greensboro was an epicenter or a hub for 90 i-95 because um i mean in the 90s it was kind of like well they had the terminology in england with that uh in the late 80s for Acid House, which was like Second Summer of Love, right? Is that kind of same vibe in, in the States in the 90s with rave? And people would go from New York to Miami and just uh, couch surf. And an hour off of 95, right in the middle of both of those places, is Greensboro. So people would come park it over here because, you know, the guy who was the promoter of Babylon and previously The Depot, correct? I think so. I think yeah, the deep, started the deep started because he, yeah. he was playing Acid House in the late '80s, from what I understand. Like I have friends whose like moms, dads went to those parties. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy because I'm like, that is interesting. I never knew that you were that kind of person. So yeah. So so what you're saying is Greensboro was that center point yep. between one and two. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And um, we had an international airport too. True, which, which, which helps makes things better, right? Yeah. Um, now I want you to introduce yourself because yes, you just kind of came out of the cut, so the listeners <laughs> and viewers, you know, know who you are and yeah. um, what you do with Strictly Social. Yeah, man. Um, I'm Christian Summers, and I am a DJ for Strictly Social. I like to help out with our 
vision and things like this and have been doing a lot of work since they brought me in uh, earlier this year. Picked up DJing as a quarantine hobby and it's turned into membership of this clan that we've got and a lot of really cool content that we've been able to share with uh, North Carolina and beyond this year. So it's just a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Yeah, yeah thanks for having us. Yeah. Absolutely, man. You guys are just so full, so full of fucking like knowledge about what you're passionate about. And that's like a goal that we have here on the 49 podcast is to bring people on, first of all, of all kinds. Yeah. Right? And I respect that too. That's mm-hmm. cool. You know, giving everyone a platform and you guys, I mean, you guys are soaked into, because I didn't know too much about you before we met, but when I started like, because I do my research, I started See, I, around, I knew a lot started, about him. I told you, say, this kid's trouble. You stay away from him. <laughs> right? Talking about me? Yeah. Yeah. So I started, you know, after he told me that, I started, you know, still, as a kid always does. Because when, when Dima he, has this rebellious thing, <laughs> and he's like, whatever, whatever the... The old guy in the in the wolf pack says, "Well, fuck him." Yeah. So yeah. I, I started poking around. I started asking friends, and like, I'm like the don't, more and more people I ask, don't play with lighters in your closet. <laughs> well, guess what? Now the house is on fire. <laughs> I've never heard that. <laughs> Nick just comes out with certain things, uh, such so, as that kind of gold. That's a good one. But, uh, but yeah, no. So I started, you know, asking people around and something like, "Do you know this? You know this collective and stuff?" They're like, "Yeah, bro, we've gone to like their party and this." And I was like, "Oh shit!" Like a, a buddy of mine that we met at a at a at a Odin's, right? Uh, he had your sticker on the back of his car, and I was That's like, cool. "Oh shit, you like you know them?" You know, so it was like a lot of people in the city definitely recognize recognize yeah. and, and respect know the collective and respect the collective. Branching out and too. Winston loves us now. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, no, I mean... I'm really happy to hear that, man, because yeah. that, that, I mean, like, it's what it's about. You know, it's not about, like, it's cool that they respect, but, like, that they know, like, that the party was for fun and memorable, mm. and that's what it's all about. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, okay, they came to the party, not only memorable, but they were safe. They're like, yeah. we've never had any issues. Right. You know, that, I think that's just, I, I think that's awesome. That's what so. I always say. Safety first, then teamwork. Yeah. And then we pop more tops. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you already went through that first one? I'm yeah, a big he, boy. He you are he, a big boy. He's a, he's I'm a very kid. thirsty boy. So, All right. so you did your you. homework on us. I did. I did do my homework. I asked around. And if that's the right word, I don't even know. More people than not really <laughs> like, were like, yes. Like, this is the thing. And also, you know, poked around on Instagram. Had a lot of mutual whatever. Oh, yeah. You know, and stuff like that. So, no, it was good to see. It, it's always amazing to see... And this is also a really cool part about doing this podcast is we get to bring on people from the community. Yeah. And um, we do love this community. No, no, we do. We Absolutely. do. And it's awesome to see you guys have such a an outreach in the community. Um, and no, that's awesome. That, that like gives me a positive feeling about Greensboro just because like, you know, before like long before, like maybe four or five years ago, I was trying to do it as an artist and stuff like that. And it's really savage out here. Not a lot of people are on your side when it comes to artistry, artistry. Right. And, and everyone's kind of in their own little clicks and it's very clicky. Like Greensboro is yeah, very, clicky. It ha- it's been known to be that way. Yeah. And it's cool. I think it's become a little different. Yeah. For sure. Recently. For sure. Uh, Greensboro's artistry is rich mm-hmm. right now. The clicks are trying to diversify the portfolio. Yeah. 
yeah. from a business standpoint. <clears throat> well, also, do you think that coronavirus has removed like a lot of boundaries? For sure. This year, oh, so barriers have just, fallen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Not yeah. Um, from just you know reaching out to other people, you know, because like like you said, we do house and techno, but like we also like. I, I like to mingle like with other genres of music <clears throat> and other artists here in Greensboro. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, like I heard like this, like funky rock band and I, they played me their record over. And I was like, dude, I need to, I need the stems on that because I just recently got into, back into production. I was mm-hmm. like, she let me do like a, you know, remix to that, like a house remix or whatever. And they're like, yeah, you gotta like, explain stems for people that don't know. All right. Yeah. So stems. So basically is the, separated instrument tracks in a recording right so uh say it be anything right um well you know yeah. in, in a track the, the, right? the, the drums drums and snares all different instruments synths right? yeah. bass lines and it's all separated in individual tracks so i can take that bass line and i can manipulate it to you know maybe sound a little different or the snare i can change whatever you know what i mean so it's not i can't really do that with the entire track it's right you know so totally no but yeah, no, I, so um, just to recap what we've already talked about, we've talked about kind of the history and the origins of Strictly Social, right? Yeah. And how you... We got a little bit into, like, Greensboro's history. Yeah. Oh, for sure, Greensboro yeah. got history. Mm-hmm. Greensboro's is, got history. And it's very, like, rare that people, you know, know about it. So. Yeah, I think it's... It, it's the Greensboro history of electronic music is undercovers for whatever reason and we want to like let people know and that's that's a big what how christian and i became friends Mm. was through you know the collecting the records and like yeah uploading that to the youtube and that's how you and i really like started our friendship yeah so i I actually because you're the newest member of the the collective is that correct i was released technically before our other friend Darian, but we were brought in pretty this, much the exact same day. Yeah, so Yeah. Um, so basically they were us. Yeah, yeah. Young Guard. We're out here. <laughs> oh, all right, all right, all right. That's what I was gonna say. Is Young it's guard. interesting having yeah. one of the OGs, right? One of the people that really just founded the group, as well as one of the newer members. Well you have like and, Sensei and Padawan. Yeah. Definitely. I'm kind of mixing two like different like cultures here. But, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Jedi culture and what would be like karate culture. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like, how does the how does how does you're wild? How does how does that relationship work? Right. Like, how does how does your guys's relationship work? And also, like, where do you see the biggest difference in terms of coming into the genre? And just making a record, or like making, you know, making your mix and stuff like that. Like, what, like, what, what, what are some of the differences that you notice? Like between him and I, or, or like, yes, or also like the the older kind of, okay, the older kind of. And I don't want to yeah. do this to like make nah, it, make it seem like nah, it's old all good. or anything like that. I'm old. Like, it's cool. <laughs> He's the and, veteran. Yeah. So like, I got a haircut hey, today. Hey, I can, you know, don't be fucking, fresh. don't Thank be you. fucking rude to the guests. <laughs> all right. I'm sorry. Man. I joke on myself. It's all good. Shit. I take pride in it. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not offended. I'm cool. And you're really if not anything, that old. I'm really not that old either. Like, even to say well, that is like a little bit too much emphasis. You're really not old. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, I'm okay. Boy, I'm, boy. Okay. I'm, okay. <laughs> I'm okay where I'm at. But do you do you understand what I'm asking you? Like, yes. In terms of yeah. So yeah, like yeah. how the approach is right. Right. Um, I'm like the least risk averse. Or wait, yes, I'm the least risk averse person out of all of us. And so it's like that youthful attitude and that's speaking for myself. So, um, and how do you, how do you view 
how do you view um, your friend here? Freddy? <laughs> yeah, Fred. Freddy's pretty calculated, man. He definitely knows his way around the scene and like how to make things materialize in real life. In me, I'm a dreamer, and so it really works well for us to like work together and uh, just manifest yeah. things. Yeah. And so this summer is just, well, the summer and now, I mean, to now, I mean, we're we're still reaping the rewards of our hard work throughout the year uh, with the mix series release, sensitive content. Shout out to us, right? Mm. Uh, Bing. Actually, and yeah, got, we're gonna definitely yeah. dive into that. We're not gonna get too much into That's... that because we're gonna definitely cover it at the later on. Mm-hmm. Right? But um, yeah. before this dance goes on too deep, I do want to come back to this rave act. All right, acts. I want to okay. know about. Whoa, whoa, oh, like, yeah. until we get into that, I wanted this basically yes. how yes. yeah right, how right. this works. Right. Yeah. This works. Um, yeah. So we've had our pitfalls too as friends. Yeah, definitely. Um, put a lot this year. Put a lot of strain on our like, yeah. friendship. I mean, and and we've had to you know be responsible and sometimes had to take the work out of it and just yeah. be friends mm-hmm. yeah. because it was putting it like, you know, Christian has, will say that it put a strain on our relationship yep. because like Christian came in gung ho guns blazing wants this, this, and this like dreamer. Right. Yes. And I'm just like sitting there. I'm just like, you know, the dog with the, the, you know, the Magnavox or RCA with the speaker. And I'm just, just kind of like there, my hair's being blown back. And that's yeah. just how I felt. And it's like, but everything he was saying, I was like, yeah, this could definitely happen. Mm. And, I, and as he's speaking, I'm like, how do I make this happen? Mm-hmm. What do I need? What has to, you know, and that's and when he says calculated, that's how I feel. I'm like, all right, you got this stuff. And I'm like, all right, this is what we need to do to make it work. Um, and then we. You know, and there's been things where I've, you know, said, I don't know if it's possible. And he's just like, it's possible. Because <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> my, my, my mindset is, is that if I see that someone else has done it, I have 10 fingers in a mind and yeah. I can do it too. And there's no yeah. limits to that. There's only excuses. Right. And so I'm like, I don't want to hear it because I just saw Circle do it or Boiler Room or whatever. Like, right. Because like for as far as like the mix series and things like that goes and digital distribution of content, these are some of our biggest influences or mm. mine at least. Right. Mm. Um, so yeah. I'm uh, just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, we'll, so basically how how this all started, we I got the records from an estate sale. Yes. Of the guy who threw the parties at. Babylon. Mm-hmm. Should we? I, I think we should talk. Say, you don't think that we should say names? Because I think that we should. Okay. So people yeah, can Ed do Lebrun. the research. Ed Lebrun. Ed Lebrun. Ed Lebrun. Ed Lebrun. Because people right. don't know this. People dude. don't know Ed Lebrun. Like, but uh, if you're willing to do a little history research. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy story. It's a I crazy mean, I was story. three years old and you didn't go there. I mean, you yeah, were. I was you 14. Were exactly. Thir- like 13, 13 or 14. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even younger because it started in like 90, what, 94, 95? I think about that time. So it's like. We have no relation to this, um, but it's crazy. But the foundation that it laid yeah. for electronic music in North yeah. Carolina, it was like the only thing, and nobody talks about it. Yeah. And so I just think that it should be brought to light because it's interesting, at least. It's Bring it to light. Well, um, divulge upon us. Oh, man. It's a, it's, 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 a, it's a wild story, and there's probably several different versions of it. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to go into the details okay. of okay. that, but yeah. I just think that we should Fair. say the yeah, names so people good. can do their own due diligence because I, don't, I, I wasn't there. I, like, right, right. You and I both know people who were there and knew like, what actually went on. I can't like, bring. I, I, will, can't I will that, say, so. I. I one hundred percent respect your decision to not tell the story, but I do like the way Christian tells stories. <laughs> yeah, it's he, he has the drama. It's got the drama. 
You got the, I love that. I appreciate that so much. Thank you. <laughs> you got the energy. Thank you. It's, I mean, Babylon, it's just, it's really interesting. I mean, I got completely invested into like yeah. that when Freddie was like, hey, have you ever heard of this? I just picked like, there's an estate sale today that you missed out on because I already went and everything's gone. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but yeah, you should look into this guy. I, I found like, you know, some short stories that were like really, really gruesome because he ended up being murdered because he oh, um, sexually assaulted people. Uh, oh, and so, I mean, like that's out there. I'm not going to get into the details because like, I really don't know everything behind right. like what actually happened at Babylon or again, um, whatever with I him, respect that decision. That's no, I just don't know. Yeah. Like yeah. I just, I, 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 why would I speak? We, we have like a couple of so. accounts of what happened, but that's just a couple of accounts. Like right. we yeah. don't know. We were not there. So, so really it's not your story to tell. <clears throat> no, not at all. But anyways, so his dad, after he passed away, handled, like took care of the estate and his dad passed away um, earlier this year, right at the beginning of coronavirus. Like, I mean, March, March, probably, like <laughs> first week, March. first week of March. Yeah. It was like right before it's like, do we wear masks? Do we go out in public? And everybody like who had any idea of what actually happened in the 90s was like yeah. running to that house. Like, yeah, who's got dibs on that? I know such and such. They said they've got the turntables. And then our, our homeboy from Soul Relief, uh, Harley, he was just like. He got, he got, <laughs> he, he got the turntables, yeah. which are like mint condition, uh, <laughs> Technics SL 1200 MK2s, which are like top of the line. I know that's a lot of jargon, but uh, it's it's a, basically a bulletproof DJ turntable. You can like, stand there's, on it. There is no other. No, that's just my. That's, that's my the opinion. one. That's Not the opinion. new ones. No, no, no. Sorry, Technics. Now this is like yeah. something you can't get your hands on anymore. Yeah, right? you like can. I got I got one for a hundred seventy bucks. It's got holes inside <laughs> of it. it. Looks like it's got shot, but it still works. So but we're talking like this is like retro gear. Yeah, yeah, it's analog. Yeah. It's, yeah. But it's the thing is, is it's not so can, much retro because if you play vinyl, that's what you want. You can look up the, on the serial number. You can date your Technic, and it has a serial number. You can type it in. My I, the two of them I have is nineteen eighty nine, ninety three, and ninety seven. Yeah, so it's really cool. It's a really cool thing. Um, yeah, those are older than all of my siblings. Yeah, wow. He's, he got he's got the Harley. Eighties well, were older than me, but Harley's got the nightclubs on there too. In the 90s, so. Like Smack ninety five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So 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 basically, yes. Yeah, so the story is, I got the records. Christian and I became friends because I was like, "Hey, man, I got these records." Because like we had been talking, yeah, we, we talked, have been, we have I, been I collect records. He this is before, this is before I started yeah. DJing. Yeah, I collect is. records. I love the music. This is pretty. I mean, like my involvement as a DJ, strictly social, is just all because of music. I just love the music. I've yeah. always been a music guy, and so that's where our relationship started. And so he gets the records, and you got it. And then I started. I, I was bored, right? Like yes. this is right at this is right at the beginning of lockdown. So I had five hundred records. No idea what they were, so I sat at my computer, and I picked one up, and I type it in the Discogs, and I'd say, I have that in my crate, and I go to the next one, and the next one, and I started building yeah. uh, a, a Discogs. Discogs yeah. is a um, fantastic website where you can find and purchase vinyl, you can create your own crates, like, any vinyl that's been ever made, you can find on there, and... Mostly. They're priced mostly, and they're priced yeah. accordingly. You know what I mean? And like you market, can, it's a market. It's a market, basically. Um, have you had like what are the some of the most valuable ones that you've come across? Oh, I can't oh well, in that crate, I guess you could say like the Davina one, like Mood of Love, maybe is to track something like that. I'm probably wrong. Some of them are worth anywhere from between fifty and hundred bucks. Okay, yeah. yeah, each, and there's like, uh, I mean, the values up there. 
you know, a couple grand right. at the end of it all. If I sold it, but like, yeah. those are for you. Well, the history is there because yeah. it's that crate of like yeah. the last collective remnants of uh, this really dark and shrouded history of North Carolina's uh, electronic music scene. So yeah. it's like, it's in the right hands. So I'm bringing this back to your original question, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So about the, how this starts. Right, yeah. So I give him the list. I'm like, bro, look at this list. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's I was crazy. like, it's crazy. So what he started doing, he started a YouTube a playlist with yeah. all the tracks. And well, I got through about half. Uh, yeah. the, the pages I mean there's 500 something records right. but every single track and I'm getting every single track that I can find and putting it into YouTube playlist yeah. so so and he's like super thrilled yeah and like at this point we we just have like a basic friendship and like I, like he found us on Resident Advisor which is a forum uh, for electronic music community you can find artists on there DJs on there you can also find parties wherever you're at wherever you wherever you are in the world, right? Mm-hmm. And that's how he found us initially. And then ever yeah. since then, we started hanging out. And this was kind of like surface level, you know, friendship. We were just kind of like, hey, man, what's up? Well, and before that, because I went to Strictly Social Parties, right. and I knew, like, and then, and, but, but, things, and then you also so. involved us with, like, your farm party. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, Christian has access to a farm. We, we're, you know, trying to, like, we threw, like, a little mini party out there. Just to see if the power worked and nothing. <laughs> and it did. So, no. Um, no funny smells. No. No funny smells. Um, no flickers. But what I noticed about Christian is that he was so thrilled to do this and like did it. I was just like, look, man, this is like what I just kind of saw in Christian. I kind of saw in myself. You know what I mean? Like when I was like 15, 16, like when I first discovered electronic music, I just wanted to know everything about it. Mm. Like I want to know who and how. It, I, it was endless, yeah. right? It's yeah. endless. Like I could, I could never get enough, right? And I saw that. I was like, all right. He cool. was in fucking Candyland, bro. I was, yeah, yeah. So especially with that crate, because yeah, like that, that crate, man, that crate that you got from Ed was just so like, it was a side of music that I had never seen before, and most of it is like UK stuff from, um, yeah, from the nineties. But basically, so I gave it some time. I was like, all right, let me see what he does, right? Oh, popping the top. Ah, you out? Nah, dude, I only got halfway. Oh man. Um, yeah. But then he started. He's like interested in picking up DJing, so he did. And I was like, all right, yeah. Let's see what else he does. You know what I mean? Like, I just I didn't want to like try and guide this person. I just wanted right. to see your general dig for this. Was. Yes, and I did. You know what yeah. I mean? I was just like, kind of hands off. Like, let's see, yeah. see what it's about. That was a frustrating time. Because <laughs> I'm like sitting there trying to beat match. Anybody who's ever, you know, tried to learn how to DJ, first thing you have to do is learn how to beat match. And that was like, especially playing records, it was just like, you know, I'll never forget the first time like getting it right. It was amazing. It was, yeah. it was like, it's a great feeling. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> it's just terrible. But he just went Super Saiyan. Yeah. 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 That YouTube video is right, classic. All right. So, like, I'm trying to draw this out. You, you basically gave him free space to roam, which is like the most organic way to grow. Yes. Right? That's, that's that, how I that, learned. That's the, yeah. the most like, but, natural-esque. Yeah. I gave little tidbits here yeah. and there. Yeah. Like, all right, you, this is what you can do. Yeah. But Le- like, like that level one tutorial. I just, like, I just wanted, you know. yeah, I just wanted him to know that like, like he can like come over and play whenever. Yep. And like I was there. 
Yeah, I was listening. That was that was before I had my turntable when yeah. Freddie helped me find that. I stole it from under his nose, really. Um, yeah, so. he, he did. Because <laughs> um, every DJ is like, I could always use another tech. Yeah. So, so then it just kind of just turned into like, all right, he's starting to pick it up. And then I was like, you know what? I think uh, I think he should be on the crew. And I talked to the to, to the other fellows, and they're like, yeah, because why not? Right? Like right, yeah. this guy has a passion for it. That's what we don't want just people in our crew who just like likes to DJ for like the fanfare and like we want people to be like passionate about it. Right. So and I think everybody, every member in our crew has that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's important mm-hmm. to us because it shows in like our shows and it shows mm-hmm. in our music and it shows in what we do. So and, and he had it. And like so just to kind of bring it back out to the viewers and listeners right um because they're on this journey with us in this conversation oh yeah um so what do you think um why do you why do you think people should be interested in not where i wanted to go right and and the genre behind it and Mm -hmm. and, and, i mean other other than other than the fact that the history is so rich right? right and what do you think attracts people to the genre, and why should people care about where it's going, um, which we will talk about, because um, I do want your guys' opinions on where do you think the genre is going in the future and where is it going now. But I got some wh- opinions. Wh- why should people care, man? Like, wh- honestly. like, um, And I, it's... it's uh, I have, that's a great I, question. Yeah, I think why people should care is, I mean... With the, without having to have them experience it firsthand, you know what I mean? A corporal experience, like being engaged and being in it. Mm. Um, it's hard to explain, but what I can say about it is that um, any kind of electronic music, dance music, whatever, the, I mean, the solidarity of like the community within it, like you can go, like, I, I mean, I've never been to a, uh, like a dance party and not made friends easily. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, and there's just, it's, everybody's easy going. There's no, you know, especially, you know, to talk about our party, but like, there's so much diversity. I mean, it's not just white, black, brown, you know what I mean? It's everybody from every like walk of life. And yeah. that's like amazing. And then you can sit there and talk to them about it. And there's like these barriers are like broken down. This is like, wow, all these, you know, stereotypes that I maybe formerly had coming before coming into this party are now demolished. Right. My thought about it is, is that almost every layer of this kind of music is authentic. Yeah. Right. And also From, it's fun. Yep. I mean, like, it is. you it's know, what I mean? it's a it's let a, loose. I mean, let loose. Like, there's no reason. Like, like here's a here's a space. Nobody's here to judge. You can do whatever you want. You can dance however you want. Mm. You know what I mean? Just you know, as long as you're respectful to others, right? No like, elbows to the face. Yeah, that's oh, why. Not, that's why. But that's that's why. That's why Nick can't come anymore. <laughs> well, <laughs> we to, no, I'm just kidding. My bad. I got, it's all good, dude. Yeah, big guy bull in a china shop. I think he didn't. He didn't mean to. He was just dancing. Think, he was just dancing like this, and that's I like a way to dance. Went, Did you start crowd killing? To it was the wrong genre. It could have been interpreted as a form of windmill. Although I have mosh pit. At electronic music event, you know what I mean, it, and that's and that's another part of the culture that has changed a little bit recently. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, I would, I would, I would stretch to say that EDM techno, whatever you really want to call it, sure, is the most anamorphic 
type of music there is because explain it, that what does it mean well, anamorphic well you know I'm, I'm stealing that from the books the line of books anamorphs but <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> but I, so really it just pulls from anything and everything that's already existed and creating something new yeah. So you you can pull from hip hop, R and B, country, pop, folk, metal, it's <laughs> a great death point. metal, black metal, hair metal, any kind of metal. Yeah, you know, uh, and polka. This this Why fucking not? polka music. Why you not? know, that's a thing. Yeah, it, it just pulls all Why this not? all this shit that so exists what, and creates some shit that hasn't existed. So what it seems like to me existed. that you guys are saying that why people should care. <laughs> Is not only does it unite everyone, yeah, right, at, at, in a certain point in time when the music starts going, but it also unites all kind of genres. Anything that you, if you're a music yeah. fan, right, mm-hmm. if you're a music fan and you like a certain genre <clears throat> of music, you can find something. You will find something in this. Yeah, right. I agree. I think so. Yeah. I mean, if you're a music lover in general, like partially because it's anamorphic. Yes, yes. it's anamorphic. That's <laughs> definitely. <laughs> But, but also because everyone likes to dance. Mm. Maybe not in front of other people, but everyone yeah. likes to dance. And, and even if you don't like to dance, right? It's, it's all a, good. It's experience. Like, you can come. I know people who don't dance. I've dragged friends who don't dance or don't like to dance to strictly social parties, and they still they try their they best. They end up dancing. They end up dancing. Well, they, they end, end up dancing. Like, but, like, even there's some people yeah. who just don't. And, yeah. like, just like to listen to the music yeah. and over loudspeakers. A lot of people <laughs> you know I mean? only dance Which is in fine. private. My thing is, close your fucking eyes. Nobody's looking at you. Yeah, yeah. Just dance. It's all in your head, man. Most of yeah. the time. Yeah, well, it is. We, we have a weird culture with it in the United States that I like. Uh, had I, so I spent some time in Czech Republic, and one of the first eye-opening experiences was it's like everybody dances here. I feel so uncomfortable. Why can't I just be like, you know, why is everybody dancing? I just want to be a fly on the wall. Hey, cut it out. Cut it out. People are having a good time and dancing and not grinding on each other and stuff like that. They're just yeah. like enjoying themselves, and it's just such a weird phenomena for me to experience at first. You were like the pastor in the fucking dirty dancing movie. This is the devil. <laughs> No, I just didn't understand because, you know, <laughs> there's a revelation that I had. It was like, ah, it was so, I had so, I had so, <laughs> nice. I just have so many, like, I think so weird. I was just like, yo, in America, we've got hip hop and it's like ass shaking music. It's like, yo, I started looking around. I was like, yo, this titty bouncing music is just different. It's just like, <laughs> you got booty bouncing, you got titty bouncing. That is just a weird like, thought. It is a weird thought, but I was just like looking around. I was like, oh, okay, there's some, like, people are, people are vibing and stuff like yeah. that. But it's just different. But it's Instead a vibe. That's a, that's a yeah. good point. It's a vibe, dude. And that, that's just like bottom line because, like, when it's a vibe, it's a vibe between a lot of people yeah. at the same time. It gets and very, it gets very cultural at, at that point, though, too, because you have two. And I do not want to get into this because I really want to focus on you guys and what you guys have coming up. Um, but it, it, to say like a couple of words about it, it's 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 just frame of mind, right? In Europe, you have more of a club. I'm going to go to the club kind of thing, and and, and and more of an interactional kind of experience. And I'm going to ride public transportation and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Everything in a European society is built off of communication. And being with or around people. Mm-hmm. Whereas here wow, in the States, point. it's more of, <clears throat> I'm driving the car to this place by mm-hmm. myself. Or, you know, it's very individualistic here in the States. You yeah. Know? 
Um, so, uh, great point. You know, it's it's frame of mind, right? Mm. It's culture, it's environment. Well, Capitalism is very I think uh, it... conceited and selfish. <laughs> what? Who knew? But it runs, <laughs> it runs so? the world. You know, you it runs so? the world. It could it could be based like that might be a people geographically as well. Systems suck. The United States, like you have places like Detroit, who are still strong headed in techno. Like there's, mm. it's still an embedded thing. That's where techno was born, right? It's still embedded there, right? That's fighting words somewhere, but anyways, it's, it's, we're, it's we're, you know we're, it's the truth. Over here. I, I mean, I really don't know because I haven't done my due diligence. But Jeff Mills is the shit. So <laughs> Jeff Mills is the shit, and he from is that a shout out? Not really. Is it no, he, 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 I don't, he ain't got an Instagram. Oh. He ain't gonna say hey. He doesn't. He, does he not have an Instagram? Somebody doesn't. What? <laughs> <laughs> now nah, we were remember we were doing our, uh, picks of the week and we were, we had like one one of the techno artists didn't have a oh. you know techno it can't be like too cool and have an Instagram right so <laughs> I like that speaking I like it a lot speaking of Instagram because I was I was looking through you guys Instagram and you guys had this really wonderful kind of um, is it a weekly thing or a monthly thing where. Well, anyway, you guys are taking basically every member of the collective, every member of the crew is um, basically doing a set. Yeah. Yep. Right. And in different locations, sure. you guys got the drones set up and yeah. like these sets are so elaborate and you guys, you know, you were on a rooftop and yeah, rogue audio. Yeah. Right. You had another crew member in a game arcade or something <laughs> like that. Right. Um, yeah. Eventually, yeah. That'll be. That'll be filmed soon. At some point. At some point, um, yeah. And, you know, you got all these crazy lights set up. There was a castle. Very, huh? There was a castle. No, there's a cat. Yeah, exactly. Y'all dropping spoilers like crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, Y'all gotta yeah. chill. <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm pretty yeah. sure I saw a dragon at one point, all and right, there was this fucking yeah. leprechaun what? running around with a, a big old bag of dildos. <laughs> I don't know what that was about, but you guys I'll are on some you next on level the, shit. I'll Always. see you on the other end of the <laughs> rainbow. But um, yeah. So talk yeah. talk us through that. What do you guys? It was a weird rainbow. It wasn't. Like normal <laughs> I'll colors. see you on the other end. <laughs> it wasn't a normal like rainbow. It was like monotonous colors, like black tones and gray tones, and, and just a plastic bag of dicks. <laughs> yeah, like a grocery bag. That's smaller than I expected, what? but that's also not. That's <laughs> they were really what, tiny, um, like leprechaun-sized dildos. <laughs> leprechaun-sized dildos. All right, what do you guys? <laughs> <laughs> that's Don't a soundbite. The that's a fucking soundbite. Yeah, um, clip that. It, it's proportion. <laughs> it's proportion. Is hey, it? listen. I don't know if that's how that size. works. Dude. I'm pretty sure leprechauns have their own sex stores. They go and get like whole bags of like wholesale dildos. I believe the politically correct term is little people, and some of them probably like. Not, but anyways, I'm not talking about <laughs> legal dwarfs. I'm talking about <laughs> leprechauns. All right. All right. <laughs> And we're bringing it back in. Everyone's Let's bring it back in. We're bringing it back right. in. We so we're talking about all, the mix. We're talking about. <laughs> we respect all leprechauns yes, and of course. Uh, <laughs> at, yeah, all year long, etc. Right? Yeah. What, 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 all the what hypothetical you... mythical creepers. Excuse me, <laughs> <laughs> creepers. Uh, <laughs> mythical creepers, <laughs> creatures. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> so we're bringing it back in. Let's talk. So the mix series, man. I, yes, the mix series. The mix series. The mix series. I want to talk a little you bit wanna, about the mix wanna, series. You want to leave that one off? I, I guess we can because the mix series was this like amalgamation, ten dollar word. Hey, of damn. Um, just like our initial conversation, our initial conversations about the status of strictly social during. The beginning of the lockdown. Oh yeah, and so these were the these first, good conversations within the same breath, pretty much of me being brought in. I'm like, okay, well, 
This needs to change. Not just that, but where are where are we? Yeah, we haven't talked to anyone. It's been two months mm-hmm. almost. Yeah, um, at that time we have ceased to exist. And so, if we don't present ourselves, then the opportunity, uh, like well, whatever opportunities we were working towards before um, coronavirus. They're going to cease to exist. And I was like, well, I think that we should seize the opportunity that now everyone has all of this amazing resource that is time mm-hmm. to work on what matters to us the most. And, you know, uh, Strictly Social, I think, just became like our biggest priority yeah. uh, as far as like professional work. Just so. re- re- really revamping our mm-hmm. presence, you know, yeah. and, how That's can, what it looks and, like. how, and how can we do that? You know, when Christian <laughs> came in, he's like, look, man, your Instagram is kind of messy. Yeah, it's messy. No high quality photos. I mean, like there's some good stuff on there. There's some nice art. But as far as like what what's what are we trying to do here? What are you trying to say? And I was like, you're right. You know what I mean? Like, you're right. I mean, let's do let's change something like I'm with it. Like, I've never had the time to be like, all right, what can we do to change it? Right. Um. And then he got us on a call with your cousin. Yep. Devin. My cousin, my yep. cousin, Devin. Shout Devin Moore uh, at Feltzine and at the, what is it, San Francisco Museum of the African Diaspora, Moad SF, I believe. Is that a handle? That is something. That's something. I don't remember his handle off the top. I think it's Dev. We'll we'll throw it in the description. We'll figure it out. But shout out to Devin. We got on the phone phone with Devin. He does. Yeah. yeah. He does social media. um, What is it? What do you call it? Social media strategy, I guess you could say. Um, and a lot of other types of content creation and things as well. But he, um, his specialty is not just in creating like uh, commercial followings and things like this for your more like industrial pages, whatever. Um, but creating an organic following for smaller collectives. And it's like, well, hey, that's us. So yeah. you know, so we got on a phone call, a yeah. few Zoom calls. Yeah, and uh, he told us how to do it. Gave us some strategies. We had this idea. How to recreate the... Well, just kind of like... Revamp the Instagram? Yeah, just like... what? What's the template, right? Like, how do you get the most out of posting, right? And it's basically like, well, what's the... I mean, like, with all social media stuff, right, there's algorithms. And so it's basically like, well, what gives you priority, essentially? And Mm -hmm. how do you use the system? And, like, what are the intended uses of the system? Um, and how can you use them for your own benefit, right? And so he basically laid out this template for us. And so, you know, we struggled for a long time to, like, get momentum. And because at first it was like, I don't think, I mean, like, within the first Zoom call, Freddie was like, I don't think that we can do this because, like, where's the content yeah. and all this stuff? Yeah. And it's just like, well. Like, we don't we, have any content. Right. I was but like, then, we're in lockdown. But then we had amazing momentum from our people in Winston, right? Oh, yeah. So that was really, like, kind of what set it off as far as, like, oh, oh yeah. we have a template for... Yeah, shout out one. to Troy, shout yep. out to Morgan, shout out to that whole SES crew. Yep. And Greg as well at Greg the Millennium well, Center because he hosted us. So, yeah. um, but... That kind of gave us a template for how do we work remotely. Now, that was a lot yeah. larger production than what we've been doing with yeah. the mix series. Um, so, yeah, the mix but, series. Yeah. Right. So, back to the mix series. So the mix yeah. series, sensitive content. I was like, it, it, sensitive content, the name of it, obviously, like, that's just kind of like, it's attractive, right? It's everybody knows sensitive content. You well, always, if, you, if, you're, if you're anything like me, you always click open it 
and you want to see what's underneath that shield, right? Well, and that was a really big thing this year because of George Floyd's murder. Yeah. And so it's just like we're in this really sensitive... Amongst other things. Exactly, but like specifically with such a sensitive time at that moment, like we were like, man, we can't look away. And so it just kind of inspired like, well, just that sensitive content label uh, inspired us. It's like, well, you can't look away from what we're doing doing and like yeah. the, the connotations yeah. is like weird as far as that goes but but yeah, yeah so yeah so sensitive content was like originally going to be just a mix series yeah right it was just going to be audio that's it is that is that was that the original idea mm, i don't believe i don't believe so i think i think i guess i don't i think that by the time we had figured out sensitive content like the we name and everything out. we had figured out video so, series so because yeah so the format of the content yeah. but we were you know floating that the idea of just like mixes and that was where picks of the week came in yeah um and stuff like but that. sensitive content became this whole production right yeah, it did. cameras were like all right we're gonna start off i was like all right this is perfect yeah. now we just brought on christian we yeah. brought on uh, Chaos Control. Shout out Darian. Whoop, whoop. Uh, also, jo- shout out Jonathan Vascunia. He's, he's not our other member. Um, so mm-hmm. there's me, Christian. I'm Freddie Fred. I don't even know if I introduced myself at the beginning. <laughs> so I'm Freddie. No. Yeah. So, and I, and, I, and also, my he, at is at h.d.n.s.m. So, <laughs> but anyways, like, so I was like, this is like, what better way to introduce yeah. our two newest members with like this? grandiose <laughs> yeah you know boiler room circle type like you know nice drone shots of a city rogue audio set up on a rooftop all these different cameras mm-hmm. and it's really like hey this is our newest member in the middle of a fucking lockdown you know what i mean like well it's the only way to create content yeah like and, and that's how it happened do, do remotely and so <laughs> I, I guess from there it was just like i grabbed my sisters and cameras and, and gopro my, and your- yeah my, my sisters had some gopros and like cameras that they used to take pictures with and they were like i don't know nine and i was just like are these gonna work we uh, found you know freddie reached freddie does weddings yeah. and he reached out to his friend yeah, mason paddock dj weddings and so um I, he, shout I, out to all the bride and grooms i've ever done a wedding for and specifically you know shout out to mason the genius behind all of our videography because Mason does like just the most amazing work. And it's just like his passion for his, his art is just unbelievable. And he's, he's done all the drone stuff, but he's also doing all the posts. Mason is the heart and soul of the mix series. I'm going to be honest. Mason has propelled us through like so many challenges and you know, he's just, when we're there, because the video editing is tough, but it's 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 it sucks. And, it's grueling work. I mean, y'all probably are familiar with that too. It's grueling work. Post production yeah. with all this, like this yeah. is. Yeah, but on, it's, it's but a on, breeze. He doesn't have to do anything. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's you, huh? And you're it's the tedious work, like yeah. Final Cut or yeah. Premiere Pro. Premiere Pro. Yeah. yeah. So but was, but when we're on site all together doing what we do, yeah. I mean, like his presence is just like yeah. out of this world. It's so just got a great vision of how does, to man. like put shots in that work right mm-hmm. like yeah. with christians like i mean that whole thing was nailed and it was yeah. his first you know first try that was all of our, out of the park well, right you know like, that was great that job. was mason's first time um up on like on that set yeah along with was that your first time on the roof as well that day yeah. so yeah. it's just like okay we set up shop there's no rehearsal there's no nothing nah, we just it's do it it's one hard. go yeah one you take. hit you hit play and he's mixing and that's it's like how, that's it's, how we do things it's, yeah it's, yeah, you can, it's it's, yeah we haven't oh, stopped dude. once right nope. no god no we okay. do not do that here yeah. no this time out time out <laughs> i gotta go pee <laughs> oh he wasn't kidding <laughs> oh, shit i'll be back <laughs> well i'm gonna take this time to um 
Holler at the stage crew. Hey, stage crew. Stage crew, can you hear me? He got the headphones on. Oh, my God. Is he listening to us right now? No. Uh Uh-oh. I wish. Stage crew. Hey. Stage crew. (laughs) What the hell are we doing? Netzer. Why do you want Netzer? We're at it. They're they're, they're asking for you. What? Stage crew. Hey. What do you want? I want more beer. You want more beer? Yes, please. Hey, 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 hey. I don't need that back talk. Hey, listen here, sir. You, you keep giving me that lip. Give me that lip. It's going to get fat. Oh. I'm going to get him. You're a big teddy bear. Shut up. I know. That's it? Just the one? Yeah, there's, we, need, we need like two or three more. more. Two, you yeah, bring them. Bring the two. Bring them. Yeah. Wow, we ran through this. With some toasty boys. Well, listen. Um, so, okay. all right, uh, can, can can we take this moment to rewind back to the Rave Act? <laughs> yes, we can. Thank Let's you. Let's talk about the Rave Act. Okay, the Rave Act. Um, I don't know the full details on it, but it was such a thing in the. Uh, Thank you, stage crew. Mid to late nineties, it was a law that prohibited raves basically um that raves could be um charged as tra- what is it trap houses what is a trap what's the legal term for trap house like uh, where, they sell, know, but definitely like, where they sell drugs out of trafficking. Yeah, yeah. it is trafficking house or, yeah but like if they if the if a place got caught with like multiple people with multiple pills it would get shut down mm-hmm. and it would be coined but, as like i mean it was like it fucking like I mean, ecstasy was, like, strong and prevalent yeah. at this moment, um, and they shut it down. And a lot of raves got shut down, across, and a lot of people got arrested, uh, and it really, I think, really put a damper on a lot of things for a long time. Like, it, you know, I feel like electronic music at that moment really kind of halted, and it was like, how can we do this? And then, then you started, like, seeing them pop up in, like, more traditional clubs, you know what I mean? Like across North Carolina, for me at least, like, mm-hmm. what is a rave doing here? You know what I mean? They're like legitimately but doing them in like legit my, clubs. My, my question to to the the legal act is: what legally constitutes a rave? How do you define that? You just drugs. You listen, <laughs> and you're really? like, "Really? That's a rave." Uh, I don't know. I mean, like. <laughs> You'll know a ray when you walk up on one. Okay, so it's going back to my old definition of what is porn. I can't define it, but I know it when I see it. Yeah. All right. So it's really discretionary. Yeah, I think you can define porn, though. I think we can define both of these things, probably, as the legislature. Not really have, like, is that what you guys are talking yeah, about? Yeah, I, I just don't know the, the details of the ray back, but I do know that it had a huge impact of, like, having different raves. Like who was literally, li- who was behind it? Yeah, Joe Biden, and who yeah, he really likes those good acts that benefit yeah. the people. He was one of the. Wait, I wait, mean, wait, like wait, he wait. was one of the. He was. Wait, wait, wait. Are you just saying know. that? Or are you for real? For real? For real? For real? Wow. Yeah, man, that and the crime bill. I love that man. So, anyways, um, the crime bill. Yeah, I, educate me, please. I'm not at liberty to speak extensively on it, but I know that it exponentially increased the population of prisons after its. Uh, I don't know, passing. That was a Clinton era thing, and it was not one of the brightest moments in American history, and, you know, it okay. is what it is. So, 
Yeah. We're we're working on that, I believe. Hopefully, I hope. Hopefully, I mean, we've seen some prison reform recently, but yeah, know, hopefully, hopefully, we see an opportunity to change something like that. No, like like because I, I believe that the the legislation was predominantly like you know mandatory minimums and things like this, and that's just kind yeah, of yeah, mandatory minimum sentencing. Is, is, it's kind of a pain in the dick, and it's fucking stupid, and it's literally just a money scheme. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a money scheme. The next thing will be um, bonds. I believe is from what I understand. So once they get rid of private prisons and other things, they already got the next thing lined up. So, so it's cool to get rid of this because we're going to fuck you some other way, buddy. I mean, that's what I'm hearing. I am an idiot. Me too. Though. And that is my, that is my uh, spiel. Look so, at me. I'm, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm on like my I third shandy, bro. I, I, I am, I'm a DJ and I'm not that great of one, but <laughs> well, don't underplay yourself, please. Like, really. I'm, I'm a beginner dude, like through and through. I have learned a lot and I'm very proud of myself, but I'm just saying that like, I don't know everything and I'm always willing to learn, take yeah. in new information. And so I just want to take that uh, humble perspective as, so. as it is to be human though. Yeah. I don't think that most people believe that. Are these sea beans? I honestly have no idea what this plan is. It's All right. But another question. Another question. I have a few questions. I got a few answers. Maybe. Obviously, you have an answer for the pictures on the wall. The lack of pictures on the wall? Correct. Um, <laughs> so. It's like off-white, dude. You it, know what I mean? It's just. Yeah, like, it's off-white for sure. In, in, a, in a way. It's definitely a statement. We haven't really designated those uh, photo frames to any particular cause, but I like to think that at some point we would have like a sponsor or something that we could put a photo of their product there. Oh, okay. Just to be like, this is something near and dear to us because they support the things that we do. Mm-hmm. What are the things that you like? What would you like to be sponsored by? If you could get one, this has turned into us now. A counter interview? Yeah, this is, we're <laughs> counter interview now. <laughs> and I'm one on. And you're up. One on two here. Tira! You're up. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> and his tiny bladder. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, Did I mean, the host just walk away? I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, he gone, man. He said, I'm out. He's like, I'm all right. No, I mean, if I, if He's I, like, I be, guess we're peeing. If I could be picked up by anybody, I think I, I would really enjoy just someone that could help me out with this beer expense because I'm spending like somewhere around $100 a week on beer. And whoever's trying to bring another microphone. <laughs> Dude, I'm sure, I'm sure PBR would be more than happy to slap their logo on your. Hey, I mean, if PBR wants to give me a shout, like, yeah. boys, I got you. Like, Dude, they're just giving out blue ribbons for anything. Toss me the ball. <laughs> we're in. They gave them a blue ribbon for it just being a shit beer. I mean, like, what do you think this is? Watch your mouth. I mean, we're already kind of... All kinda... right, sorry. PBR right. isn't a shit beer. It's It won a blue ribbon. Fine. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Have you ever had the American Pale Ale? From PBO, like, well, from well, Paps. So, so Paps has a... So we're, uh, we, we have become the interviewers, and we're interviewing Nick now. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Dima. You, yeah, you fed me the fucking wolves. <laughs> yeah. They're and, asking me about pictures and yeah. sponsors, Yeah, <laughs> and I don't have answers for this shit. I thought you said you had answers. I got answers. I was answers. like, you're definitely going to have an answer totally why there's answers. not pictures in the picture frame. I totally got answers. I thought that was just kind of like a comical thing. I was like, this is kind of cool. And the chaos begins. Yes. Yes. (laughs) We're off the rails. My purpose. So listen, in order to get uh, Nick out of this pinch, um, I think it would be a pretty good time to leave. Now I have to pee. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, I got a bladder like a walrus. A walrus? I have a bladder. Oh, okay. Like a walrus? Um, Big bladder. 
Big as fuck. Big boy. Um, <laughs> let's recap what we talked about, right? Yeah. We, we, we have spoken about a whole lot. Yeah, a lot. And we really appreciate Sorry. the folks that have hung yeah. around this far, yes. the viewers and listeners that have. Sorry we're, if we're all over the place. No, that's okay. We're, that just makes us fun. Yeah, it's all fun. Right. And, and, you know, podcasting, yeah. I mean, that's the whole point. Yeah. Cool. We're, um, we're humans, not so, not systems. I was trying to read from my script, but I lost it. So, like. <laughs> yeah, no script. This shit is not scripted. No, um, I was just kidding. There's no script. <laughs> so, so we have we've talked about the the history of strictly social. Yeah, we talked about you know how you, how you kind of you and the co-founder kind mm-hmm. of came up with it, and um, and I will say that you know Graham and I did come up with it, but Alvin is I consider Alvin a co-founder too. Like he was on board since the beginning. Like yeah, he wasn't there for the inception of the name, right. um, but he's been he has played at every single strictly social party since its beginning because like you know we're like I got we got to get a DJ. Yeah, and Alvin yeah. is a DJ and he's a damn good one. Right on. And he's, Alvin's like. Oh my god, he's, he's a monster, a dude. He's a fucking yeah. monster. He's last, a monster. The last he's a monster. But yes, so yeah, back to recapping. Yeah. Yeah, so we we talked about that and we talked about just to give people more of a background on the genre itself, we did that as well. Um we talked about Greensboro. How yeah. Greensboro is the or was the hopefully now will become with you guys, you know, leading keep the charge. The, keep the torch lit, man. That regional the epicenter. Hub. Yeah, the hub, the hub. Trying to keep the torch lit. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, the hub for this shit, um, we talked about a whole bunch of other shit. I mean, Nick, what else? We finally got to the Rave Act. Yeah, you're the gone. Rave Act. We right. fi- while you were gone, I, I, I got it out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and how, how, you know, it was kind Apparently, of... Apparently, Joe Biden's a real piece of work. Oh, I'm not saying it's a good bad or bad. Like, I'm well, not he saying... asked he asked who was behind signing the the rave act, and I was like, it was one of them was Joe Biden. Okay, I'm but not like I, I don't. They're, you know, they're a public. He's a public figure. Yeah. Everyone's open to criticism. We certainly are. So, anyways, yeah, I, I understand that the drivers behind it were not necessarily ill intended. Well, kids were. Like, you know, like, uh, kids were getting hurt with drugs and stuff like that. And that's not so fucking cool at all. Yeah. No. Like, yeah. we're not here for that. No. Because that's fucking stupid. No. Well, but at well, the same time, it hindered a lot of people's social experiences. Yeah. No, absolutely. And, and, and on top of that, we talked about um, you guys' relationship. Yeah. You yeah. know, and you know, how Christian came in and how kind of... Well, I, I really wanted to run the narrative of yeah. like the OG looking yeah. at the youngster, you know. But in yeah. reality, um, what you guys made it seem like is you guys are on the evil, you know, yeah, even, and that's even what, playing field. It right? is, man. So, it it is because like even though like I'm considered OG, I don't know everything, right? I all you know, I don't know shit. Mm-hmm. Like Christian always says, all I know is nothing. You know what I mean? And I'm Italian, yeah. So like, so I don't know but shit. but basically, like you know, I <laughs> yeah. So he's he's how old are you, Christian? Tell that twenty four. Twenty four. To Rudy Giuliani. Yeah. Oh, got to <laughs> I'm not but. aware. <laughs> As I said. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. Chris is 24. I'm 35. You know, there's an 11-year gap, right? Whatever. Like, you know, there's some, like, generational differences. I grew up right. much differently. But not. You know what I mean? Like, but, all you know, I, and I told, like, Graham this and, like, Alvin, like, what, you know, all, Graham, myself, Graham, Alvin, were, like, we're upper thirties, right? All of us. And then now we have Christian and Darian who they're, they're 
mid 40s or mid 40s, <laughs> mid 20s, <laughs> mid 20s or low 20s, right? Right. right? Um, but because like I knew, like, you know, it's not, it's not something to keep for ourselves. I mean, like, you know, people need to, like, if who, whomever's interested, like. Christian yeah. was interested. Darian's interested. They they're about the cause. They believe. They want to keep doing this. Like we want to keep doing this. And like, hey, like, and he can bring. He's has brought in valuable information and valuable strategies to this crew. Mm. You know what I mean? A vision. You know what I mean? Right. Young blood. That's what I young do. vision. Energy. Like it's yeah. energy. Yeah. It's like you know, like. <laughs> it's like a new battery in the system. Right? It is, yeah. dude. It really is. And this is like, I mean, and it's been difficult for me at times because like christian knows that you know i have a lot of of the controlling power within like what is being done you know with in within strictly social and and if i and if i feel a certain way and he challenges it and we have and this is some of the stuff that we've gotten in fights over mm-hmm. or not fights but like me being over Serenous, me yeah. me being over aggressive and right. maybe even trying to like sun him or whatever and like which has happened, you know what I mean? That's happened. Like from I'm older, and he's pointed that out to me. You know what I mean? He he said that's not acceptable, mm. right? Mm. And and it brought me back down, right? Mm. It's like all right, you're right. Yeah. Like that's unacceptable, even as like as he says, like a partnership as a professional on a professional level and a friendship level, mm. it is unacceptable. Mm. And he was right. And like that was like a, a weird moment for me in our in our relationship because I was like, you know, you're right, dude. And like. That's that's not anything I would ever want to do, right? So, and that's really important um, so for us, right? Equal playing field, right? It has to be. Equal playing it field has to for, be. for... It has to be. For has to be. anything has to be. creative or out beyond that, right? Yeah. On a friend level or yeah. on a professional level. Um, and so many other things. And I, like I said... And, like, and that's called growth. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, like, even for me to, like, admit that, like with y'all, like that's something like Christian and I have like talked about and you know what I mean? Like it's hard to admit because like, no, and, and that's the thing. Nobody's fucking perfect. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we all make mistakes and like I've made my mistakes. Right. And people are going to make mistakes with anything you have to be like, I don't know. We're all, we're human. And like, I believe that like within a community, you have to be acting in good faith. And so you have like within that good faith is this responsibility of being able to admit, um, that you're wrong when you're wrong. And so otherwise we, st- our growth is stifled. And yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. And evil, evil playing field. We just had a big boy conversation. Oh, big sorry. boy so, conversation. Sorry, sorry. If a little tearjerker out here. Going deep, um, son. That's what I do. That's what I do. I show up and I talk about shit that nobody wants to talk about because it's painful. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen. It's weird, dude. It's, it's crack hard. The top. That's crack the top. Listen, I feel like this is a perfect, perfect crack. thing to crack. do in order to end this podcast off. Is just go in the middle, meet in the middle. Yeah. Um, we've talked about so many things. Like I said before, I really appreciate. We really appreciate yeah. this you good. guys really just coming in and, and being very transparent with us and very transparent with our beautiful viewers and listeners. We got three cameras. Oh, there's one right around. there too. Yeah. Oh. Shit. <laughs> Um, so yeah, no, huge, huge, uh, thank you to you guys. Really just want to say publicly, really just continue doing what you're doing. Um, continue just bringing happiness to, especially in a world like this, you know, where with this quarantine, there's all these different, 
whether it be political or racial problems we got going on, I mean, just continue bringing that happiness to people's lives. We we really appreciate it because we really see what it's doing to other people and just making people smile and be happy. You feel a little bit normal. Yeah. Um, And, um, yeah, no, thank you guys so much. Um, So this next moment's for you guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Whatever you got for the people, anything you're working on, anything you want to project out there, let the world know. Hit the cameras. Oh shit! Oh, go ahead, Christian. <laughs> I don't think you want me to say what I'm going to say. So, the city of Greensboro is promoting, um, you know, snitching on businesses and neighbors during the coronavirus lockdown. I don't believe in that. I believe that's authoritarian creep into our society. Uh, there's a hotline number that you can call that is supposed to, that you're supposed to report people on. I encourage um, people who disagree with that kind of culture to call in and let them know what you think. Um, that's what I got to say. Mm. Where can the beautiful folks listening and viewing um, find you on social media platforms as well as yeah. continue this talk about that, right? Yeah. yeah. So um, my DJ handle on Instagram is... HDNSM with periods in the middle. So it's at H dot D dot N dot S dot M. Boom. There you go. Yeah. No dot at the end? No. I okay, don't no so. dot at the end. Sorry. Maybe there is. You'll find me. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and Freddie, what you got? <clears throat> yeah. Um, dude, I mean, we are living in interesting times. Um, I think just do what's best uh, for you. Um, whatever it takes to get you by in these times, um, as long as it's positive, just keep that going. Um, you know, th- these are times to be able to rewrite some stuff you've never been to rewrite. Um, maybe some challenges you've never been able to make. Uh, I encourage you to take those on at first. And where can the folks find you? You can find me at Freddy Fred Music. Uh, on Instagram, and that's Freddie with the I E, the Queen's English, just to make sure y'all got that right. Um, no why. Keep it proper. Freddie, Fred, music. Uh, also, you can catch us at Strictly Social GSO. Um, please check out our YouTube channel. Uh, we are like 34 subscribers away from getting our own custom URL. So mm-hmm. hit us up. We want to get that custom URL. <laughs> so yeah. bad. Yes. Uh, yes. But yeah, so it has all the sensitive content. We've had we got four on there so far. Uh, we got no fourth one's coming out this Friday. But by the time this comes out, it'll probably be out. What's the date? Oh yeah, today is no. the. So what's what's Friday? Oh, I don't want to. Well, uh, it's twenty fifth, which is Wednesday, so two days, twenty seventh. All right, comes out Friday the twenty seventh. That's going to be Alvin Shavers. Then you got the fifth one coming out the fifteenth, I believe. Another Friday. That's Jonathan Viscunia. Uh, and these are some serious. Hush, hush. I'm not going to tell you the last one. That's going to be the big one. Um, but Leprechaun and that's, and that's coming out uh, Christmas John, Day. I'm going to say that. Christmas John, Day. I'm another say present. That would be awesome. From us. Oh, Strictly awesome. social Christmas present on the 25th on our YouTube channel. I for do want to give Jonathan some shine, though, because Greensboro is going to love his set. Yeah. They're going to love it. They because are. it's like the most Greensboro thing that we could do. <laughs> like, it really is. Yeah. Like, heart and soul. Really. Well, so, yeah. But, yeah. Thank you, Charlie. Yeah. I want, I want y'all to know that we we thank you, man. I've it's never love. done this. I've never it's done this love. before. And I, I love and this I'm, art. I'm honored, like y'all brought us on. You allowed us to like 
talk about it. <laughs> but yeah. this is cool. You know what I mean? And yeah. I appreciate it. No. I've never done this before, and it's like, oh, this is kind of cool. It's our, it's our pleasure. Absolutely. Yeah. Our pleasure. This yeah. is that's, that's what we do, man. That's it why, was that's our why destiny. It was the destiny, man. And that's why we do this. Really. Yeah. Like, it's really, like, I said in the beginning, it's just bringing people on. Yeah. Of all walks of life, yeah. you know, and, and having a fucking beer, yeah. having a beer, yeah. talking, shooting the shit, before, um, and giving, you know, giving the beautiful yeah. folks listening and viewing nice. that experience, like being in the same room together, you know, yeah. and just really just listening and, and and hopefully, you know, relating to the questions we're asking you guys and and giving a little bit more, you know, background, yeah, um, and context with what you guys do and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, it's really been our, our really our pleasure of hosting cool. you guys. So big fucking thanks, boys. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I used to sleep behind Nick in mythology. That's how I, that's how I know Nick. Uh, yeah, I, yeah I, I used it, to snooze in mythology yeah. class, bedtime class. Yeah, it was bedtime story time class, class at three yeah. p.m. on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I think that's <laughs> funny. It was awesome. Yeah, Speaking anyways, of snooze, yeah. and we're about to snooze this uh, recording button. Thank you guys yeah, again, cool. and thank you. Beautiful uh, listeners and viewers for tuning in once again to the 4099 podcast. Don't this... forget to like, comment, yeah, hit that subscribe and button, subscribe, like the comment. Let us know how you're feeling. If you, if, tell me how what do you think of Christian's T-shirt. Preach. You know, let me know. Uh, I think it's there's strictly social in like black letters that you really can't make out yeah. here, but it's on there. I love his T-shirt. <laughs> But yeah, no. <laughs> it's, a, it's a black yeah. light shirt. But yeah, hit that subscribe button because these guys are cool, man. They have some cool guests. So make sure you keep up with these two. Thank you guys. Yeah. And again, your hosts, Dima and, and Nick. And uh, this has been a pleasure. We're signing out. Thank you. <laughs>